Welcome to Tia's Table, where there's always good food and good conversation. Sit back, grab a snack, and let's have some girl talk. Hey girl, welcome back to another episode of Tia's Table. I'm Tia, a group fitness instructor and an accountability coach. My goal is to help women live healthier lives in a low-maintenance way by developing healthier habits that they can sustain over a lifetime. So welcome back to my table. This month, we are eating white chicken chili that basically looks like Christmas in a bowl. You know, when I first decided that that was going to be the recipe of the month, um, I had no idea that it was going to be so popular um, for the month of December. I've gotten like magazines in the mail that are featuring white chicken chili um, on the cover of their magazines. So, you know, sometimes when things like that happen, I'm like, Tia, girl, you must be doing something right because whole publications are doing the exact same thing as you. And that is like a pat on the back and a little bit of confirmation for me. Anyway, so getting to the recipe. This recipe is super easy to do. It's very fast to make. I like using chicken tenderloins, like the little chicken strips that you can find at the grocery store in like that long pack. You pop those in the oven for maybe like, what, 15 to 17 minutes. Um, Wait until they get really juicy, but don't overcook them because then they'll be dry. And I know somebody out there is going to be like, girl, it's okay because you're putting it back into a chili. But no, girl, you want the chicken to still be juicy. Like the juice of the chili is not going to be enough to revive dry chicken. So you want to cook it until it's nice and juicy. So keep your eye on it. Bring it out of the oven um, and just let it rest. While the chicken is cooking, you can go ahead and prepare the other parts of the chili. So you chop up all of your ingredients. You put the seasoning in there. You add the beans. Um, You can use dried beans for this recipe. However that will extend your cook time. And if you're like me, during the week, I don't I don't have that kind of time to watch a pot and make sure my liquid is not cooking out and my beans aren't stuck to the bottom. Um, that's not the life that I have. Now, you could do that. You could use dry beans and maybe use a crock pot or people who have an Instapot. I don't live the Instapot life, so I really can't speak to, to that, but I hear Dry beans are cooked beans in like 30 minutes. So if you have an Instapot, use that. You can use a crock pot. Um, So if you want to use dry beans, there are ways around it if you don't want to watch them on the stove. But girl, for me and the life that I live, I pop open four cans of great white northern beans. I rinse them, I drain them, and I pop them into that pot of chicken broth, onions, diced green chilies and those seasonings and it is literally the easiest thing then you just chop up the chicken you put it in and you let it simmer um for as long as you like I turn my stove all the way down on low and I let it simmer until I'm ready to feed my family um what makes the white chicken chili so special is not only does it taste good with virtually almost no salt at all except for whatever salt is in the broth that you're using and I use low sodium chicken broth Um, it's pretty much a salt-free food, number one. Number two, you can top it with so many things to just add to your experience. Um, I like making a fresh salsa or a pico de gallo, and I love putting that on top of mine to enhance the flavor of it, um, to make it even more spicy. You can put cheese and sour cream on it if you are going the dairy route. That makes it 
that much better. Um, I love eating my white chicken chili with tortilla chips um, because that gives it just another another vibe. It's like the crunchy with the soft and it's so good. And especially if you end up doing like salsa, cheese and sour cream or like avocado on top, let me tell you, nothing tastes better than dipping a chip into that bowl of white chicken chili. And if you're like me and you like your white chicken chili more on the soupy side, so it's a little runny and you get that broth in the bottom of the bowl, my gosh, it's so good. It's so good. And not to mention that this time of year, white chicken chili is very seasonal. Like it looks like Christmas in your bowl. So if you have people coming over and you're trying to figure out something that's fast, easy, inexpensive to make, that's definitely going to taste good, make a big pot of white chicken chili, put all the toppings out on your counter, like buffet cute style, um, dump some chips into a big serving bowl. And let people have at it. It's so great. It's so great. My stomach actually just growled thinking about that. Hopefully you didn't hear that on the podcast. Um, so, okay, moving right along to our topic this month, working out at home versus working out at the gym. I'm a girl that likes my choices. So I like being able to determine for myself based on the day, which one is a better fit for me. Therefore, I have equipment at home that I can use to work out, and I have a gym membership. Um, You have to determine for yourself which one is going to make you actually work out. If you're new to your fitness journey or if you're looking to switch things up, I would say no matter where you like to work out, whether it's at home or at the gym, you want to make sure that whatever program you're following or whatever new class you're planning on taking is something that you really love And that's the only way you're going to actually do it, whether you're working out at home or at the gym. Um, So when I'm working out at home, I like doing yoga. I like doing Pilates. I like doing um, my bike rides on my bike. Um, Those are very, very fun. Um, I have asked Santa for a treadmill for Christmas again this year. You know, I asked Santa for that last year and maybe he thought that I wasn't that good of a girl. Maybe he thought I did. I didn't truly earn it last year. So, you know, this year I tried to tighten up on my behavior. I tried to live right. And so maybe Santa will bless me with a treadmill this year because, girl, I deserve. So anyway, so if you have something like that, like a treadmill or a bike or an elliptical at home um, and you absolutely love your machine, that's great. I feel like those are the types of things that people who like to work out at home tend to lean towards. Or maybe they have some type of membership to a, a platform. Um, the Beachbody on-demand platform is incredible. Um, the last time I looked into Beachbody, I want to say it was $99 for the year. And you get access to literally every single Beachbody program um, that has ever been produced. You get access to all of the new stuff that they put out. And I like to bring up Beachbody first because there's so much variety on their platform. Um, The instructors are really good and you will see results from their program. I am a huge fan of Day uh, 21 Day Fix Extreme with Autumn. Um, I did her program like back to back to back to back to back when I wanted to get in shape like several years ago. Um, I did that along with Size. And walking in the afternoons, um, when we lived in Washington, walking in the afternoons, just those three things, 
um, Autumn's 30-minute workout through the 21-day Fix Extreme program, Shanti's size program, which I believe is 30 minutes a class as well, but you know, it's fun and it's dance and you don't feel like you're working out. Um, and that's one that you can do with kids running around because it's not, you know, it's not like you're doing burpees and lifting weights. Um, and then in the afternoons when my husband would get off from work, I would go for like a walk run, um, on the base where we lived. Just doing those three things got me into phenomenal shape. And I like to point that out because it is absolutely possible to get into amazing shape while working out at home. You can absolutely do it. You do not need to go to the gym. With that being said, at this point in my life, I feel like my body needs more. And when I want to do high intensity training or I want to lift really heavy um, and I'm thinking about reps and sets and just getting into a zone, I want to be in the gym for that. I have tried trying to create that same feeling at home and I just can't get it. And I kind of also refuse to just keep buying gym equipment. The the only thing that I'll probably buy for this house um, probably would be a treadmill. And after that, I'm like, I'm not buying anything else to work out at home because I feel like I have enough stuff. Um, So what I love about the gym is that there is literally a machine to work out every part of your body. Um... You pay a membership fee every month. You walk in there. You do what you want to do. You can take classes. Um, Most gyms have a sauna or maybe a pool, other things that you can take advantage of. Um, And that's it. Then you walk away. You don't have to worry about the maintenance, buying all that stuff, storing it at your house. Um, You can basically walk in, get a good burn in, and then then you get to leave. So I love the gym for that reason. Um, Some of the things that I don't like about the gym... Um, first of all, girl, I have to get there, which means all of the things have to go just right. Because if you're like me, there is a small window of opportunity for me to pull myself together, leave this house, get to where I'm going on time. And if anything happens in that small window of time, if I get a phone call, if, um, I feel like I got to walk the dog or just anything. If anything distracts me or gets my attention and that window of time passes me by, I am least likely or less likely to go to the gym that day. And now I'm working out at home, which again, you know, first world problems, but that's just what it is. If I, if I intended on working out at the gym and I was looking forward to it, but the, the window passes, then, you know, I still work out at home, but I just don't feel as good about it. So that's one thing I don't like about going to the gym is that you actually have to get there. Um, another thing that I don't like about the gym is, you know, especially with the days that we are living in, is the germs. Germs are going to be everywhere. And you definitely see people in the gym use machines and then they don't wipe them down. So I would highly encourage anybody that works out at the gym is before you use a machine, please always wipe it down. Please just do not assume that everyone is, um, you know, clean and really good about, you know, doing right by the person coming behind them. So always wipe machines down before you start to use them. Um, So I don't like that part of the gym either. Um, But really... Those are my only two pet peeves about the gym. Now, we are going to have a whole nother conversation about like gym culture and gym etiquette and, you know, that whole thing. The feelings people have about the gym, I think, are completely different than what you probably just don't like about the gym. 
Um, Because I know that's huge and that keeps a lot of people from going. It's just your feelings about being in the gym. Maybe you don't know what to do. You don't know what the machines do. You don't know where to go and you don't want to look like someone who doesn't know these things. Um, And we're going to talk about that in an upcoming episode. But for the most part, um, the gym is a really great place, obviously, to get a really good workout in without having to invest in all that equipment yourself. Working out at home, some of the things that I don't like is that I'm still home. Um, I, I like getting out um, when I'm at home. Of course, there's a lot of pressing pause on any workout that I'm doing because someone might come up to me and ask me a question or they need juice or can they have this? You know, my iPad won't charge. Like the, the ways that my workout can be interrupted are endless. When it comes to trying to get a workout in at home, um, but it is super convenient, and that is one of the reasons why working out at home is so great. Um, it's because if you do need to kind of stop and be a parent for a minute, you can always do that and then get right back into what you were doing um, in your workout. So you have to know which one lines up better with you, your personality, your fitness level, what your goals are, what you're hoping to accomplish, um, and where you are at that in that time of your fitness journey. Um, There's a cute little quiz in the newsletter this month that will kind of help you determine for yourself if you are more of a home person or a gym person. I think if you are just now starting out on your fitness journey and you can go to the gym, I would highly encourage it because the more comfortable you become with being in the gym um, at the beginning of your journey, the better off you'll be as you continue to work out for the rest of your life. Um, If you're like me and you're starting a fitness journey, which I started getting super serious about fitness like after I started having kids. So for me, it worked out better to be committed to some type of home program um, that kind of laid out everything that I was supposed to do each day and what I was supposed to eat each day um, because I could be at home with my kids because at the time they were still very, very little, I could work out with my kids at home um, and I could just weave it into my day. My goal was to always wake up before them. And at the time I was doing 21 day fix, I think at like 5.30 in the morning, but that was a whole different me years ago. I am no longer a 5.30 in the morning person. (laughs) I'm not. Sometimes I play around with trying to become that person again, but I don't think it's, it's for me right now. But back then I would wake up very early in the morning and I would get the the 21 day fix workout done first because that workout did use weights. You did have to do burpees. You were down on the floor. You were up, down, moving around. And I felt like it was better for me to do that while my children were still asleep. And then I would do size later on in the afternoon, like around their snack time. And then, like I said, when my husband would get home from work, I would, um, you know, tag him in. And I would get out there and I would walk or run um, a couple miles every day. Um, And that worked out great. So home workouts are definitely um, worth it for people who are also trying to watch their babies and get a good workout in. So hopefully that that helps with that whole conversation. Like I said, we're going to have a whole series on the gym, how to become more comfortable there, how to get started with going to the gym. Um, classes you can take, gym etiquette, gym culture, what to take to the gym um, in all of January. So be on the lookout for that. Um, But hopefully this little chat helped you 
um, start thinking about which place might be a better fit for you in the coming year. If you feel like you're a person who's just not getting your workout in, try to think about if it's because you've created some type of obstacle for yourself. Like, have you decided for yourself that, you know, you're going to go to the gym, but maybe your work schedule is inconsistent or your childcare is inconsistent or there might be some type of um, roadblock um, with you actually making it to the gym. And if that's the case, then home workouts might be for you. And so you might want to think about um, taking that gym membership money and investing it into some type of machine or fitness program that you can access online or through your TV that would give you a really, really good workout, um, but you'll be able to get it done at home. And that's much better. Being consistent at home is way better than being inconsistent with the gym. So that's just food for thought. Um, no one choice is better than the other. No one choice is right or wrong. They both work. They both will help you reach goals. You just have to figure out which one is right for you. So for my personal workout report in the new year, I'm definitely wanting to take more of those pole classes that I shared on Instagram about shoes and everything. Um, so I'm looking forward to doing more of those in the new year. I am also thinking about getting a personal trainer. Um, and I'm on the fence about that only because I don't like being told what to do. And also because sometimes I feel like when I'm watching personal trainers in the gym, well, like when I'm watching them train other people, I feel like they have those people doing the most extra, extra things that I've, that I know for a fact, because I am a fitness instructor, it's just not necessary. Like we really don't have to do that much jumping and leaping and, uh, and crawling. Yes, those are great forms of exercise and you know they will get you results but other things will get you results too and your feet get to stay on the floor so I mean I don't know I'm thinking about it um I told my husband I'm like if I do hire a personal trainer I'm gonna have to just tell the person up front like listen these are some of the things that I'm just not gonna do like and if you make this not fun for me then I'll have to find a new trainer and he was like oh well then you just need to train yourself which is a thought. I mean, I know I could probably do it, but I feel like I also want the extra push of working with another person. Um, so we'll see. I also have been checking out online, which this is a good way to um, check out classes before you actually take the class, is to um, pull their Instagram page up and just watch videos of their live classes. And I've been doing that with a boot camp class that's somewhat close to me. Um, the classes look really good. It looks like 45 minutes of high intensity interval training, um, lots of different stations that you would move through so the workout wouldn't be boring or um, I wouldn't feel, you know, like I wasn't having a good time. Um, the classes are well attended, so that must mean that people enjoy going or they feel like they're getting a good workout, so that's important to me too. So I'm thinking about maybe taking classes there too. Um, but I would pick one or the other. I'm either going to do the personal trainer or I'm going to do the boot camp classes. And I'm trying to figure out which one is a better fit for me. Um, on the one hand, I feel like boot camp classes, well, I know they're great because I used to teach a boot camp class. Um, I know the boot camp class would be, would be fun. Um, but I almost feel like based on where I'm at in my own fitness journey, I want more individualized attention. Like I want someone to know me, know my goals, know my body, 
and give me workouts that are specifically made for me. Um, so I'm thinking about it. I'm going back and forth and I need to make a decision before the end of the year because I would like to have all of that set up when January comes. Um, so we'll see. We will see. If you have had any good experiences with a personal trainer, um, please DM me and try to encourage me to do it. <laughs> try to encourage me to do it. Because on the one hand, I feel like fitness classes really do give you all that you need and you don't really have to go the personal trainer route. But I think I'm just biased because I'm a group fitness instructor. So yeah, if you have had a really good experience with the personal trainer that you would like to share with me, please feel free to inbox me at TFV Fitness on Instagram. I would love to hear your story um, and maybe that'll help me make my own decision. Um, we are also doing an accountability challenge this month as we count down to Christmas. If you are working out every day between November 30th and I think it's December 23rd or 24th, um, feel free to tag me on Instagram in your workouts so that I can root you on and cheer for you to remain active during a time of year that's very difficult to remain active in. I mean, I know people are busy. They're going shopping and running errands and going to see family and things like that. But this is these next few weeks are very challenging when it comes to still weaving in your workout into your day. Um, like I said before, I become easily distracted and I'll say, oh, I know I was going to ride my bike, but um, I don't know, girl. I just got a notification on my phone from Target and see, and this is why we need to turn notifications off from like places like that. But they, I'll get some type of notification that says like, oh, 30% off of all plush toys. And then I'll check somebody's Christmas list where they have asked me for <laughs> for plushies. And so I'm like, oop, nope, let me go to Target real quick. Um, because where I live, there is only one, one, one target, one target. If I go to another target, I have to like leave my little driving bubble. So yeah, so I'll stop what I'm doing and I'll get so distracted. And you know, now again, I have missed my workout, um, which I also like to share because I want to be transparent. I don't want anybody to ever think that I'm like always looking forward to these workouts. I'm just like everybody else, I want to work out because I know it's good for me and I need to and I want to reach my goals and all of that. But at the same time, you know, sometimes other things are more appealing than doing burpees. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So, yeah, we're going to hold each other accountable all month until we get to Christmas Eve. So please share your workouts with me on Instagram. All you got to do is tag me at Tia V Fitness or you can um, use the hashtag Tia V Festive Fit and I will find you because I want to root for you and hold you accountable to your goals during a time of year where we tend to let the goals go because we're, we're telling ourselves we're going to pick them back up on January 1st which is a whole nother conversation and maybe that should be an upcoming podcast episode too. Um, but yeah, so that's my personal, um, workout report. Something else that I shared on Instagram that I guess kind of fits into my workout report is that I tried probiotics. And let me just say, I read about probiotics all the time in magazines, right? I see people online selling probiotics all the time. I see people talking about taking probiotics all the time. What I have never heard anyone say 
or what, what I never really remember reading in any of these magazine articles is the effect that probiotics have on you. Now, when I read something and it says gut health this and gut health that, gut health, gut health, I'm thinking, okay, it's just going to make my gut healthier. Like it's going to make it work more efficiently. And that's a good thing, right? At no point in time did I put two and two together that I would be... I'm trying to find a really tactful way to say this, that I would be doing a number two so often. First of all, let's back up because I don't want anybody to be surprised in the way that I was when I started taking these things. Okay, so first of all, I feel like my metabolism is already good, right? I'm not a person that struggles with that. Um, And I think that's because I drink an adequate amount of water and I eat vegetables. And I feel like those two things, along with being active, I feel like those three things right there will give you a fairly good, if not good, uh, metabolism. So let's start there. I already was happy with my metabolism and I was not having any issues with it. When I introduced those probiotics to my system, I just wasn't ready for what was going to happen. Not that it it changed the frequency of me going to the bathroom, but it definitely changed the output of my bathroom going experience. And I know that's probably a good thing. I know that's probably how they're supposed to work, but I just wasn't ready. And I think what I wasn't ready for was the knowing. Like, I don't think I was ready to know that on any other given day, I was carrying around that much poop. Kind of similar to when you have a, um, like a stomach bug, like you eat something and it just doesn't agree with you. And you know, you're riding the porcelain pony and it's just not a cute experience. But then after it's all over, you're like, man, I cannot believe all of that was even in me. That's crazy. And that's kind of how I feel about probiotics. I feel like taking them, it didn't change the frequency. Like I said, it just changed what I was actually holding in my body and what my body was like letting go, if that's a good way to say it. Um, So if you Um, are interested in taking probiotics, if you ever thought about it, girl, that's what's going to happen to you. And see, what I find to be (laughs) even more interesting about all of this is when I went back on Instagram and I was like, y'all told me to take probiotics, so I did. Why didn't anybody tell me that this was going to happen to me? And then the, the, it was like the floodgates opened and people were like, girl, Yes, girl, yes. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You were supposed to girl yes me on the front. Like you were supposed to tell me up front that this was gonna happen when we all agreed that I was gonna buy these and use them. Y'all were supposed to tell me about your experiences with it. So when it happened to me, I wouldn't be caught off guard. And that's what I'm doing for you. I'm telling you that up front. If you have never taken probiotics and you're thinking about it, girl, just be prepared, right? I only had one friend who was like, Tia, did you not, how did you not know this? And I'm like, girl, because I just didn't put two and two together. 
I did not assume that that was going to happen to me. And she was like, yeah, that's what they do. That's what they're for. And I was like, okay, girl, because when I read Gut Health and I'm reading all these things, yeah, maybe I should have used <laughs> my reasoning skills and I, I was just supposed to know. But you know, that that happens. We don't always know and we don't always reason and we don't always put the pieces to the puzzle together. But now I know and I'm sharing it with you. So just wanted to share my probiotic experience just in case someone saw me share that on Instagram and then they went out and bought these things for themselves. Um, every person that responded to me saying that they too were going to try probiotics, I was nice enough to go ahead and tell them. So if you're listening to this podcast and maybe we don't chat on Instagram, if you decide to try probiotics, just know you're in for a wild ride. And it's a good one. I know it's good for you, but I actually had to pace out now. And another friend told me to do this. She was like, oh, don't take them every, because I was taking them every day. She was like, oh no, girl, I don't take them every day. Um, and she kind of explained to me why, and that made perfectly good sense to me. So now I don't take them every day um, because it's just not going to give you the cuteness that you're looking for. So certainly if you know that you got to get dressed up and go somewhere or you're, um, you know, some people, well, most people I think don't want to like poop in public, you probably want to pace them out and kind of know, okay, today I'll be home. So I'll take some probiotics. Tomorrow, I'm going to be out running all these errands. So maybe tomorrow morning, I won't, right? I'm just trying to help everyone out. They're good for you. I feel like people should definitely try them, um, of course, with the permission of your your doctor. But um, just know that that's what's going to happen. And I'm the kind of friend that's going to tell you up front. So boom, there you go. Okay, so... Moving on to some of the randomness happening in my life. Um, first of all, Thanksgiving is over and that's that's great. Thanksgiving is actually my favorite of the holidays. I like getting together with my family and eating. This year we didn't host anybody and I think um, this is the first year in a very long time that I can remember that I wasn't like cooking for the masses. And um, it was great to have like a low-key, more you know, intimate dinner with just my family. I um, definitely only cook the things that I knew the people in my house like to eat, um, which saved me a lot of time in the kitchen. So that was great. Um, I made a pound cake this year, which every year I try to make one, right? And every year my pound cake would get better and better, but it never really like was like, dang girl, this is good until this year. Which now that I'm talking to you about this, now I'm kind of like, dang, I wish people actually would have come to Thanksgiving dinner because I finally made a cake that was worth something. (laughs) There was nobody here to eat it other than my family. Um, So yeah, I guess I'll have to make another one at Christmas time and try to share it with people. I don't know, but it was finally good. It was great, actually. It only lasted like a day. And that made me very happy to know that I think I finally... um, figured out how to make a really good pound cake. Um, That's something that I feel like I need to know. Because as you guys know, I'm a matriarch in training. We've talked about this. Um, And I feel like as a grandma, I'm gonna need to be able to whip up a good pound cake and a good sweet potato pie. And I already got the sweet potato pies down. Uh, Last year, I was able to make really good sweet potato pies that my family and even my grandfather like signed off on. 
So boom, I got that. So now that I have a good pound cake, I'm like, oh, she's set. Um, you know, she's going to be a fly grandma that can also bake things that her grandchildren are excited to come eat every year. So yay, that was great. One thing about Thanksgiving on social media, however, that always just seems to perplex me is the way people talk about eating Thanksgiving leftovers. Now, I always assume that the people who are talking about this are from a couple different groups of people and let's break them down. Number one, these people don't buy groceries. I just know that they don't. Number two, these people do not cook. I just know that they don't (laughs) or they don't cook Thanksgiving dinner. And number three, these people must not meal prep or like plan meals on a regular basis, which a lot of people don't. So that's, you know, that is what it is. But I'm like, how is it that during the regular year, right, we meal prep? So like, for example, I might make a pot of white chicken chili and I will tell myself, Tia, this week you're having white chicken chili for lunch, meaning that I made that pot of chili on Sunday, right? And I ate it for lunch, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I probably didn't eat it Saturday. I probably didn't do that, right? But I ate it all week. Leftovers, food I made, food I heated up, and food that I ate all week, right? Thanksgiving leftovers are the same. But yet, Thanksgiving leftovers get a hard time on social media and I have not been able to figure that out. I want to say it's because it's so much food and people probably don't want to eat heavy like that every day. And I totally get that. You gotta, you know, no one's telling you to do that to your gut because then you will need a probiotic, right? But the way y'all just wear down and beat down the Thanksgiving leftovers really surprises me. Um, because I don't feel that way about Thanksgiving leftovers. Like I will cook it on Thursday right? Everybody is eating it again on Friday, right? And it actually tastes better on Friday for some reason. I don't know why. Maybe because you're not as tired on Friday. Because see, on Thursday, if you cook Thanksgiving dinner, you probably started prepping and baking and all that stuff on Wednesday, right? By the time dinner is served on Thursday, you are so tired and you're probably low-key a little full from like tasting and seasoning food um, as you were cooking, That by the time you sit down for Thanksgiving dinner, you can't even eat like you're already full or like miserable or tired just because it's such a big to do. Um, So, yeah. So Thursday for the person that cooks is a little tough. But then on Friday, because I am more rested by Friday, I can actually enjoy the meal that I made. Right. So Friday, the leftovers, they hit for me. Now, Saturday, we did not eat Thanksgiving food because... I just didn't want it. I was like, I need a break. Um, So we ate takeout on Saturday. But then on Sunday, if you want me to make a soul food Sunday dinner and I have a whole soul food Sunday dinner already (laughs) prepared in my refrigerator, what is it exactly that you're asking me to do? Now, I might go pick up uh, like a bucket of chicken or something, but I'm not cooking. Not after I just came off of that marathon cook day on a Sunday. So yes, y'all warm up whatever is left of that Thanksgiving dinner and eat it. And this is the last day that I'll make you do that. But yeah, y'all better eat them leftovers because I'm not. It took me too long to cook all that food. It cost me too much money. And 
it is the exact same thing as y'all warming up leftover Chinese food or leftover pizza or leftover pasta or anything else that you would definitely have on a Thursday. And then on Sunday, you're like, oh, well, I still have so-and-so. And you might look at it and give it like a smell test. And if it passes all of the things, then y'all know y'all are warming that food up and eating it. It's just these, it's just social media. I think people just like to be bougie for social media. And I don't live by that, that creed, you know. I'm like, nah, we eating the leftovers. This food is good and we're eating it. So with that being said, today I'm definitely making spaghetti for dinner because we are totally over and done <laughs> with the Thanksgiving food. But I would like to see Thanksgiving leftovers get a little bit more respect. That's all. That is all. Um, I am still watching The Bachelorette. I talk about this on Tuesday on Instagram to those who are also watching. Michelle is such a fun, relatable bachelorette. She has narrowed it down to the top four. And I think her top four are who? Like Nate, Rodney, Joe, and is it Rick? Did Rick make it? I think it's Rick. No. Yes. I think so. I don't know. But she's, she's at her top four. No, I don't think Rick made it. Girl, don't get me to lying. But I know at least those top three, <laughs> Nate, Joe, and Rodney. And I can't remember who the fourth person was, which probably means she don't like him no way. But she had to push him through for the sake of the show. Um, and I don't know how I feel about her top three. Um, I think Rodney is super in love with her. And I could see him being a good husband. Because he he is obviously very smitten with her. And he seems like a guy that would just be happy to be in her presence for the rest of his life. Um, Joe, to me, seems like he likes her a whole lot. Um, I think he's a very, like, gentle, sweet guy who, um, you know, I think would be a really good match for her. They're from the same place. Um, the same state and even like the same city, like they're from the same place. <laughs> so I think that kind of helps with their relationship a lot. Um, but because he's not a big talker, you have a hard time trying to figure out, figure him out just in general. But he, he does seem genuine, like he likes her, which is good. Now I see people going up for Nate all over social media. And that's only because of what Nate looks like. Nate is tall. Nate is handsome. Nate has a good personality. He's very confident, um, which is great because I think a man should be very confident. Um, but something about Nate doesn't seem all that genuine to me. He seems like somebody that she could probably date, but not marry. Um, I don't know. I definitely get player vibes from Nate. And I'll, uh, obviously, like, I don't know him. I just know what I see on TV. Um, so possibly there's more to Nate than what we get to see. But um, I don't know. I just hope she doesn't end up picking him. Because if she ends up picking him, I feel like six months from now, they'll be releasing some type of statement saying they broke up. And I don't want that from Michelle. Because Michelle, first of all, Michelle should have been um, engaged to Matt. Well, no, I take that back because now that we have seen more of Matt, I'm so glad she dodged that bullet. So no, I take that back. But Michelle was probably the best woman on her season of The Bachelor. Um, 
So I would hate for her being the Bachelorette not to turn out, you know, the way I'm pretty sure she wants it to. But if you watch The Bachelorette, girl, talk to me about it every Tuesday on Instagram because I'm definitely chatting with people about it. It's such a good show. It's one of those things where if you start episode one, you have to see it through to the end. There's always some type of drama, but see, it's not messy. That's what I love about The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. The people that they cast on these shows are only going to be so messy. So you don't have to worry about them like fighting each other and, you know, doing the most. But it's just enough drama because they're all dating the same person. And it's just enough attitude to make you want to tune in every week. And, And girl, I do. I tune in every Tuesday night. It's the one night of week that I allow myself to have a snack and a beverage of my choice. And I sit there and I snack and I sip and I just take in two hours of people trying to fall in love with somebody in a matter of weeks. It's very good television. Everybody should check it out. Um, We are finally in the official season of Christmas. I know people were giving others a hard time about that right after Halloween. I'm a person that embraces Christmas very early because I feel like it's too much work to only give it 25 days. Um, So for a person like me who started Christmas shortly after Halloween, um, we are now in the tracking packages stage of Christmas. All of our decorations have been put up, right? We have probably purchased some Christmas gifts. And at this point, we're just waiting for packages to come in and I encourage everyone, as those packages come in, girl, wrap them. Don't be like me. I say this to people all the time, and I tell myself this every year, but still, on Christmas Eve, I have like a mountain high of gifts, and I am trying to wrap them all, and my husband will be, (laughs) bless his heart, he'll be trying to wrap them too. And at some point, he'll just say, just tell them Santa Claus gave them the rest of this stuff. We'll just lay it out. (laughs) Because that's how it goes. And that's what happens when you wait till the last minute. Now, uh, some of their stuff that's already in here, I keep telling myself I need to go ahead and wrap it. Even if I don't put it under the tree, I need to go ahead and wrap it so that on Christmas Eve, I'm not stuck with a mountain high of boxes and toys and things that now I'm having to to wrap all at once. So... I'm going to do better this year. Someone needs to hold me accountable to that and be like, Tia, have you wrapped any presents this week? Uh, Girl, I'm going to tell you no, but then I'm going to tell you I'll do some. Maybe while I watch The Bachelorette, I can wrap presents. I don't know. We'll see. Um, So yeah, so that's where we are in terms of preparing for Christmas. We are finally in the, one of the last stages of gift gift shopping and wrapping. And we are enjoying the Hallmark Christmas movies. Um, Kelly Rowland's movie was so good. I think it's on demand on Lifetime. If you haven't seen it yet, Merry Little Christmas Baby. She's probably going to have to do these now from here on out. And I don't know what the storylines will be. I think next year it could definitely be about, um, her sister's wedding, um, or maybe her sister's baby, which they really can't do that because if she found out she was pregnant, On this year, by next year, her baby would have to be like, what, uh, a few months old, probably when the next movie comes out. But they could do one on her wedding, another Christmas wedding. So Merry Little Christmas Wedding 2, I think would be great. Brisha Webb is so funny, and I feel like they could do a whole movie based on her and her getting ready for her wedding and letting Kelly be the voice of reason 
and that other sister, I think, um, whose name I, I don't know. I'm sorry. But the other, <laughs> the other sister could definitely talk more about her adoption story and they could introduce that their new child to the family. And I see it. I see where this could be a every Christmas thing. And that movie was so good and it had so many like black traditions in it that I was just proud to be watching it and I was happy to be seeing it. And I think she's doing a great job with that. So if you haven't seen Merry Little Christmas Baby, check it out. I'm all for a good Christmas movie as well as Christmas music. Um, you have to submerge yourself in the season before it's over. Let us not forget that. Um, so yes, and lastly, I'm just going to point out, um, that I think I'm, I'm going to go back to wearing braids. I think I've tried. I've given the pixie cut my best effort. It's cute. I love my blonde hair color. Um, but having to figure out my hair every day, I just can't do it anymore. I think I'm gonna have to go back to wearing braids because they were cute. They were easy. I could work out without worrying about sweating my hair out. And I think they're a match. I think it took me taking some time away from them to realize that I never should have left them, which I kind of had to because of one of the styles I got, it, it wreaked havoc on my hair. So I kind of needed to cut my hair off and start all the way back over. But I think I'm going to go back to braids. Um, if you have tips for braid maintenance and how to survive braids, wearing them back to back to back, please share those with me too. Because I need them. Because I know I love braids. I love how I look in braids. I like the way I'm able to just work out and sweat and do what I want to do and need to do without worrying about a hairstyle. But I also feel like I need to learn more about the maintenance of wearing braids back to back. Um, so please tell me, somebody share with me what that process is like for them. How do they... How do they do that? Um, I bought some bad leggings on Amazon um, that are just not good. Those TikTok leggings that you see everybody wearing with the little scrunchy booty on the back and they're like gray checkered. Someone outside is cutting grass. So I'm about to wrap this up in a minute. But um, yeah, the scrunchy booty leggings that you see people doing on TikTok or wearing on TikTok, don't buy those. They are bad. They're not good. They are not good leggings. Um, so yeah, I think that's, that's it for December. I so enjoy talking to you guys every month. I truly, truly do. If you have enjoyed this episode, please feel free to share it with someone, you know, share it with another woman in your life. Um, share it with me on Instagram that you heard it and, um, give me your feedback for it, girl. So we can keep chatting about things we both want to, want to hear and talk about, um, I hope everybody has an amazing holiday season. I can't wait for all the new things that are coming up in January. If you have a topic suggestion that you would like me to consider, feel free to message that to me too at TV Fitness on Instagram. Um, and like always, I say before we shut down our phone calls every month, girl, when you are out, make sure you compliment a woman that you do not know. Make her feel better about herself. Tell her she looks nice. Tell her her hair is flawless. Tell her her skin glows like the sun. Tell her her nails are fire. Her outfit is cute. That color looks amazing on her because when you uplift the woman next to you, you uplift the entire sisterhood. Remember, don't compete. Don't compare. Don't complain. What God has for you is for you. And I will talk to you 
on the very next episode, which is actually coming up a lot sooner than you, than you might think. I will talk to you all later. Thank you for joining me at Tia's Table. Bye.